the and office. it's the first of August. Let's go. I'm in the office this morning, soon to be joined by uh, the other Noodleberg there. Uh, a lot yeah. happening this morning. We got, you know, obviously we're going to be talking to UKG this morning, but I will be joining you in the office after we drop off Jules for his first day at daycare today. Yeah, so, pretty cool. Big lots morning. Of, lots of fun stuff. So let's just get this out of the way. August 1st is the 213th day of the year, which means that there's 152 days left to change your direction. So if you take daily behaviors and divide it by 152, you got some mountains to climb. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time, though. 1% at a time, right? Like, I mean, you got all year left. You got a lot of time left, but nothing happens until you start doing. And no better day than the 1st of August to start doing. So much so that I wasn't singing in the rain this morning, but I was running in the rain this morning because... As what happens when you run outside, you're running, it's dark, you have no idea what the weather is, and out of nowhere, it just starts to downpour on you. And so what do you do? You don't pack up and go home. You just keep running. You just keep going. I ran in the rain this morning, and it was a great experience. obstacle is the way, man. That's right. That's right. Good for you. Good for you. Um, Jake, thank you. Um, I'm feeling like... Back in blazer move mode. I have a feel good. Certainly when I'm going out, feeling good. Saturday night I went out to dinner. I wore shoes and not sneakers. So wow. I'm closer to uh, back to the fall when we dress and we do what we need to do. All good stuff. Um, loads of, of things that we're going to talk about today. Some sad, some great. Uh, lots of headline stuff. But a couple of huddle shout outs. Shout out to Dan Nelson. Shay, show me Dan Nelson, who's a proud dad, uh, had a proud dad moment. His twins competed in the Miss Cheerleader America pageant out in Arkansas. So uh, shout out to him. He clearly married good because those are two pretty ladies. No <laughs> doubt. And obviously talented if they're, comp- if they're competing in the Miss Cheerleader America pageant. Then get much higher than that. So congratulations to you, Dan. Awesome stuff. So uh, shout out to Jamie Tribble, who was here this morning. She's a devotee. She posted something yesterday. It was George Jetson's birthday. <laughs> so, do you think we'll be living the Jetson's lifestyle in 20 years? I think we almost are living that now. It's what a, Yeah, I mean, when you remember, like, you know, the TVs that used to come in, they were using Zoom way back when. They were yeah. setting the trends before we even thought about using video this kind of way. So super, super cool. Shout out to Jamie. Way to use social media to share the message. Great post, great post. And then finally, whenever somebody can put on the garb, we shout him out. And there's our man, Scott Oglesby uh, from uh, Sistel, proudly wearing the shirt. And he is right. Um, the tailored and butter feeling yeah. shirt. It is a quality T-shirt. We pay a lot for those T-shirts we want our brand to look good, feel good, because when you do, what do you do, Mark? You play You play good, good right? You play good. That's a, when you play good, then they pay good. So let's go. So, uh, Shay, wake our asses up. Let's get to a Monday morning, August 1st. Wake up, everybody.
basically did the Charleston Visitors Bureau a favor. <laughs> I mean, did anybody take, I mean, Charleston, like by storm in two days, you crushed it. So we hammered it. And then I put a post out yesterday about it. I got 10,000 views on it. Like somebody from Charleston's got to give me some, some of the visitor pay that's coming love, in there. But so shout out to the huddle because there were people who reached out to me after Friday morning's huddle that gave me some great recommendations. Um, didn't get to get to a rooftop, which everybody says you have to do just because it was blistering hot there. And it yeah. felt like getting closer to the sun was not the move. But we made it to some fantastic places. Husk, Miller's All Day for Breakfast, just some really, really great spots. And I appreciate everybody who's taken a part in the conversation. I'll tell you, I'm following right in your footsteps. We're planning the same exact trip, same hotel, same everything, because it looked good. It was easy. It was, it was awesome. getting away, but like not a big hassle to do that. So great, great, great. Mondays, as I told you, are quickly becoming my favorites. I get to work with the Cedars over at AK Building Services, so I'll see them today. But um, hanging my head a little <laughs> bit Sorry, but that's a great line by Jake. He said, I asked Levy how his North Carolina trip was. He responded, clearly not as fun as Mars. And when you can have that kind of fun with a four-month-old, you're doing something right. I, I give you a lot of credit, man, because that kid's right in line, man. He's, he's uh, quickly taking on the attributes of Noodleberg. Um, so I'm hanging my head a little bit. A couple of reasons. Uh, Bill Russell passed away, 88 years old. Yeah. Um, can you imagine, Mark, can you read that out loud? Read that. To be the greatest champion in your sport, to revolutionize the way the game is played, to be a societal leader at all at once seems unthinkable. But that who that is who Bill Russell was. Bill was a champion unlike any other in the history of team sports. An 11-time NBA champion, including winning eight consecutive titles, a five-time MVP, an Olympic gold medalist, and the NBA's first black head coach. Unbelievable Bill Russell. Unbelievable man that the world has lost. So what, what is fascinating to me is that there's so much of the generations that don't know who he is, you know? Yeah. And in all of the stories, he has impacted the careers of almost every NBA superstar that you're looking at. So when LeBron said something and Jabbar said something, and unfortunately Kobe, who could, can't say anything, but all of those people, he impacted their lives. And at the same time, an 11 time champion, first black coach and crazy kind of stats, but at the same time was like an unbelievable civil rights champion. Uh, the story that blew my mind and still blows my mind they were in the playoffs playing Will Chamberlain, which you talk about, uh, you know, a rivalry. You know, those two guys, it's oh, almost yeah. like the Godzilla movies, you know. Um, oh, yeah. After it, when Martin Luther King was shot, they were, the NBA talked them into playing the playoff game that night to keep the peace. But in the middle of the playoff series, they paused it so that they could walk 
um, you know, to go wow. back to yeah. the uh, Just amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, we lost uh, an icon. And, and, you know, so celebrating his life, celebrating what he did. Um, we're doing that today. It's certainly an incredible role model. And and I think what, you know, you're seeing, like you said, he touched so many people's lives. Like I saw Dwayne Wade put out a post about Bill Russell coming to speak when he was a sophomore at Marquette and the way that kind of changed the trajectory of his career and his life because of some of the lessons that Bill Russell had shared. But hopefully that brings to light who he is for a lot of people who don't know who Bill Russell is and his legend will carry on and his memory will carry on and his, you know, the impact that he carried will carry on because of that. Incredible. So uh, shout out tribute. You'll probably be hearing lots of that um, before we get, let it get away from us. Wednesday, August 3rd, we are launching the get on the ball live call. I think we're at, 10 or 12 spots that are left open. Correct. Um, we had a conversation with our folks at Aflac. They started gobbling up spots. Um, today we go live in promoting it throughout, link, throughout LinkedIn. So if you have not jumped in and you want to, please do, because it's 50. Ken Ponsarelli, you know, don't a lot waste, of these. Don't waste any more time. The spots are limited and now it will be, you know, out there to the masses. So if you're, if you're thinking about it, now is the time to make a decision. Yeah, incredible. So anyway, so um, I wanted to talk about some headlines of stuff that you wouldn't normally think because we get bombarded with bad shit. Look at this one, which was a doozy that no one knows. Huh? <laughs> you got to do headline music. I'm sorry. I screwed yeah, up. I don't headlines. Let's go. Everybody's, oh my God, the economy, the inflation, the guns, everything is so negative if you listen to it. But occasionally one of these sneaks in there. The S&P 500 had its best month <laughs> since, since November of 2020. You're talking about the its best month in two years, which is incredible. The rebound in stocks is a reflection. Go back, Shay, for a second. Um that the current round of updates from corporate America was not as bad as feared. And basically everybody is reporting their earnings and earnings are really good. <laughs> there, there is robustness. There is abundance in the economy. If you look for it, if you let it shower you with that stuff, instead of being rooted in, you know, dirt and fear, and and fear. fear out and bullshit. And so uh, crazy stuff. I thought it was worth sharing. Definitely worth sharing. I think it's important that like, you know, you always talk about all the time, you know, the headlines and what you're feeding yourself every day. Look at the reality. Don't just take everything at face value. Go look at what's actually happening. When you see things are happening that are positive, got to live that, got to ingrain that in your DNA. And I'm searching for them, right. you know, like nuggets that like that inspired me, that made me feel good, that gives me drive. I don't focus on, you know, the, you know, the glass half empty or the glass half full. I got water in my glass is all right. I really care about. Great way um, to start August. Before I forget, when I reached out to Laura Sherwin to just test what I was doing, what we were doing with the call, she was like, no fucking brainer. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's the best. I love her candidness. Love um, how about this one? So yesterday, in addition to being George Jetson's birthday, it was also National Avocado Day. And so my question to you, young Noodleberg, is the avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Well, this question sent me down a rabbit hole because I did some <laughs> studying, did some research to answer this question. Turns out that it's a berry. Did you know that berries are neither fruits nor vegetables? They're on their own category. I was like, Negative. wait a minute. I was it, like, I thought fruits were it a is fruit. It is a fruit. There are berries that are fruits and vegetables. So you can't say that berries are fruits. It's unbelievable. I, I went down this whole. I would be wrong, man. I was like, I was stunned yesterday reading this article as I'm going through it going, wow, when did berries not become only fruits? So there's a whole thing of like, if it's a seed, if it only has one seed and it comes from a bush, then it makes it something certain or makes it something in particular as opposed to something else. So it was a whole whole article that I read about it that I was stunned to figure out that berries you did not know could be a fruit or a vegetable. I did not know that. But in all of the research, it said avocado is a fruit. Avocado is a fruit because it's a single seed and it grows from a, a tree. So I don't know. There's your fact for the day. How many of you are going to post about guacamole today? <laughs> Ole guacamole. Um, so we got more stuff in this foods, uh, food vein. Shay, show me what Kellogg's did. Kellogg's um, commissioned this professor to come up with the formula for getting up on the right side of the bed. I so love this. This, this is this a great article. article. So talk to me about it. So tell me. So I, I love the scientific approach that Kellogg's was taking by partnering with this, um, you know, scientist or whatever to figure out what the right formula was to feeling the right way, you know, put it in quotes on the right side of the bed, but it's actually feeling the right way when you get your morning started. And some of the, variables that go into this equation, which I, the picture of the equation, like I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is stats or this is trig, but this is where I checked out on math for my career. But so yeah. S is the minutes showering. E is the minutes exercising. B is the minutes eating breakfast. H is the hours spent sleeping. W is the difference in hours between when you get out of bed and 7.12 a.m. Unbelievable that 7.12 a.m. was that specific time. C is the minutes spent on any other unique getting ready activity. Reading, writing, doing puzzles, meditating, whatever the other aspects of your morning routine are. And then G is 37, which is based on the ideal number of minutes to get ready on average. So if you are below 37, they say you get out of bed at the wrong time. If you are above 37, then you get out of bed at the right time. But my takeaway was look at what like the non-negotiables were. Sleeping, breakfast, working out, and then having something else. Didn't say you had to have 25 other things right. in there, but you had to have something else that was a part of your morning routine, which I thought was cool. So look at J.A. Uh, jumping in here. Jonathan uh, talks about Robin Sharma, the 5 a.m. Right. club. 
you know, Robin Sharma's Sharma is always good. So um, let's go to motivational music. This is dedicated to anybody who's listening or anybody that you know who has not achieved what they want, what they wanted to achieve before August 1st. Listen to this song because this is your anthem. listen to music you can wake up early you can do daily behaviors to get yourself one percent better every day and you have 152 days to kick this year in the ass so i'm going to give you something that i have used my whole career um when i first started speaking this was my roadmap i found this ted talk by a guy named matt cuts matt is this guy that was one of the original employees at google and because of the early nature of LinkedIn and stuff like that, well, even to today, it was just so easy to connect with him. He put this TED Talk out. I connected with him. Listen to this, because this is the daily behavior. A few years ago, I felt like I was stuck in a rut. So I decided to follow in the footsteps of the great American philosopher, Morgan Spurlock, and try something new for 30 days. The idea is actually pretty simple. Think about something you've always wanted to add to your life and try it for the next 30 days. It turns out 30 days is just about the right amount of time to add a new habit or subtract a habit, like watching the news, from your life. There's a few things that I learned while doing these 30-day challenges. The first was, instead of the months flying by forgotten, the time was much more memorable. This was part of a challenge I did to take a picture every day for a month. And I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing that day. I also noticed that as I started to do more and harder 30-day challenges, my self-confidence grew. I went from desk-dwelling computer nerd to the kind of guy who bikes to work for fun. <laughs> Even last year, I ended up hiking up Mount Kilimanjaro, the highest mountain in Africa. I would never have been that adventurous before I started my 30-day challenges. I also figured out that if you really want something badly enough, you can do anything for 30 days. 
yeah, that that last line, you can do anything for 30 days. I I think that that is a mindset that is challenging for a lot of people, especially in today's world. I think people think a month and they think a long time. And to not have the patience and the discipline to do something for 30 days keeps you from finding success. So you, um, you wrote this morning in your post about patience. Patience is a skill set. It is something you trainable. But when you think of 30 days, 30 days could be a long time. Today is not. And so when I did this and Bank United was my first client, started doing this with them, the stuff that people were coming back at, because at the end of every session, I'd say, what's your 30 day? What are you giving up or what are you doing? People would say, I'm giving up soda or I'm going to kiss my wife goodnight every night. Simple stuff that is game changing. You know, I'm giving this up or I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend time reading to my kid every night. If you commit to it every night, there were always some knuckleheads in the group who said, uh, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to walk Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I go, well, (laughs) you understand about a 30 day challenge, but these are not meant to be really difficult from the start. They're meant to practice doing it and then accomplish it because once you've accomplished one, just think about 12 30 day challenges throughout your year. That's how you create monumental growth. And Jonathan says it one day at a time. So yeah, I, I can't get any easier. So tomorrow share with us, what are you doing positively? What are you giving up? You know, giving up. Maybe that'll be the theme of tomorrow's show will be some 30 day challenges, some ideas about morning routine, ideas about behavior, things that can uh, help you make significant change through small behavior. You say that because I set out early on to wake up 30 minutes earlier every day for 30 days. It became over a course of time. 30, 60, 90, I was waking up so early because I did it in 30-day tranches. I didn't go from waking up at 6.30 to 3, you know. (laughs) Everything was in steps. And so I think that's a great topic tomorrow. There's lots of things you can do to improve your life. If you improve your life, you improve your business life at the same time. So what a great way to kick August in the ass, go out and get what you want. It's back to school month. We got cool stuff happening. The GOTB live call is so, so cool. Sherry Solomon, there you go. Sherry Cedar. Boom. You know, when you talk about daily affirmations, that's a habit. That's something when we we put it in front of people, we say, do this every day. Drink it up smother yourself in it you come out better and people notice so i love that for a theme for the month i love it for a theme for tomorrow let's get after it boom let's get down to business please don't worry about me i'm about to let my heart speak friends keep telling me to leave this so let's get down let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night